Welcome to Hope's Hearth, a GMless actual play podcast where friends explore identity, community, and the ways people find strength and love in dire situations. Our lines, which are things we absolutely do not want to see, are trypophobia, insect horror, parent death, rape, body shaming, homophobia, transphobia, big diseases, involuntary transformation, ableism, racism, sexism, violence against children and animals, unwanted pregnancy, acephobia, and non-consensual situations. Our veils, which are things we're fine with addressing but will fade to black on, are spiders, graphic depictions of bodily harm, abuse of any kind, dementia or similar mental illnesses, insoluble problems, trauma, steamy situations, eating disorders, depression, and self-harm. My name is Izzy, and I use C-Seer pronouns. You can find me on Twitter at TheShondeer. With me today is the artist formerly known as Lindsay Dirk. Hi, I'm Dirk. You can find me on Twitter and CuriousCat at PF underscore Diva. I use they, them pronouns, and I'm playing Raba today. Oh, I'm I'm playing the captain. Derf, 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 derf. <laughs> I'm I'm head empty today. <laughs> anyway, okay. Amber. Ah. <laughs> Hello, I am the Amber. I use the she/her pronouns. Uh, I will be playing the Pico today. Uh, as per our previous games, which depending on how we release recordings, may or may not be going directly back into it, or we might have lost a little time there, but you know what? That's okay. <laughs> also, you'll never find me. <laughs> <laughs> I got a fun notification that I'm going to have to talk to you about later, Amber, on oh, Twitter. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and last but definitely not least is Will. Howdy. I'm Will. I use the A-M pronouns. They work like they, them, but without the T-H, and they're si- I use them as singular. So I will be playing Chert Amberite, and uh, you may someday be able to find <laughs> me on Twitter at same NB hat. That's NB spelled E-N-B-Y. So who goes first? <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, for the audience, uh, we haven't played in a while because I m- had to um, speed run a move, um, which will date this by the time this comes out. Anybody who knows me will know the period of time that that was. Uh, <laughs> the place we're in is much better now. Our dog is much more relaxed, so we're we're doing good. But I also didn't have my computer hooked up for a while. So it's been a bit since we've recorded. And we did not, in the dock, write down who was the last person to go. Which means for uh, for this, we're probably just going to start at the top of the order. So me. Um, but before we actually get into our scenes properly, each of us is going to do a vignette. Because we decided that because we spent some time away from the game, the time has passed in-game for our characters. Somewhere between one and two months. It's a little nebulous. Um, so each of us is just going to short, briefly describe what our characters have been doing in that time span. Um, so starting with me. Uh, the captain has been... I think the captain has been hanging out around the docks and has managed to find someone who lets Seer like, go out onto the space ocean with, with them. Like, because they go fishing. 
this potion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and the captain is just glad to be on like a like a ship again, a a boat, quote unquote, but it's a ship. Um, and has been doing that thing that the captain doesn't like to do, which is getting feeling more comfortable in this space, not on purpose. The captain is still very like grumpy and doesn't like being talked to by anybody but at the same time seems more willing to engage with people um and has also been picking fights with uh pirates (laughs) other pirates (laughs) (laughs) which we'll talk about more later uh and that's my vignette so we move on to next in the order Shit, is that me? Yes, that's you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Oh, jeez. I think Raba has probably been doing some gardening. I think Raba has been doing gardening and making food and serving food and um generally being helpful um in that sort of persistent this person is everywhere all the time sort of way because Raba doesn't sleep so (laughs) (laughs) can I really quick ask where verse has been has been gardening like where is like the garden uh I think uh, V has probably been in, like, the main largest garden. Uh, so, the memorial gardens? No, not the memorial gardens. <laughs> the, um, uh, the one, no, wait, that's just, like, a park. I was thinking of the town council park, but that's just, like, an actual park. Um, I mean, if you want to create a, like, community garden location, you can. Yeah, I feel like we don't have a community garden already. What the heck? No, just make one. <laughs> we didn't make a community garden. What kind of solar punk utopia are we? One where all of us, where people don't have to worry about where their food comes from. Apparently, um, well, because all of the farms are on the the outer surface. Soylent green is people. <laughs> no, my God. <laughs> uh, Do you know where your Soylent green is coming from? <laughs> <gasps> and you've killed Dirk. They have died. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Are you good? <laughs> no, I'm dying. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then I go straight to jail. <laughs> yes, straight to jail. Uh, shit. Straight to um, joke jail. Uh, no. Uh, but Raba is definitely working in food gardens, mm-hmm. and um. Mostly keeping Keaton from eating them, but, uh... Good for her. And, uh... Uh, Ver, sorry. That's fine. 
But uh yeah, I think I think that's what Raba has been doing is working in the food gardens and helping to prepare food in various places throughout Hearth City. Nice. Uh Amber, what has Pico been doing? Uh besides continuing pre- to use the captain as a way to like escape delivery food drivers. Yes. Yes indeed. <laughs> uh good old Spog eats. Uh anyways. Uh so I think one of the things that Pico has been doing uh is getting acclimated to her service dog (laughs) and like uh uh, realizing that she can't sleep until like 12 in the evening she has to get up and let a dog go and walk around and do the things that dogs do uh (laughs) gala's gotta pee it's true and gala will let you know (laughs) (laughs) uh but also just like learning to play <laughs> with Kella. Like I like to I like to imagine that there is an adorable scene uh in which uh Pico accidentally plays fetch <laughs> with Gala. Accidentally? It's like Pico doing something and Gala has a thing and drops it and Pico's just like, no, go away, throws it. And it's just that. Yep. And then Gala keeps coming back with said item and like driving like like maybe uh Pico is reading like a book and Kayla keeps dropping like the stick or the ball or whatever on the book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's so good. Also, also, slowly, uh, I like, I like to think that after, uh, that experience with the captain, that, uh, Pico, like, trying to sneak up and, and, like, leave, like, cheesy, uh, cute notes where the captain will find them. <laughs> oh, oh, that's precious. What, well, give me an example of what one might say. Oh, uh, get out of my Pico's school. Pico's not. <laughs> Pico's Pico's not good with words, so like the captain's gonna open up, uh, one of the the like notes, and then like glitter is just gonna like spray in their <laughs> face, and there's a bunch of hearts all over it. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't say anything. <laughs> It's just gonna make the captain think that somebody hates hates Seer because of the glitter. <laughs> Anxiety. Oh no, poor buddy. <laughs> Pico switches Whoops. to large pieces of like like those like confetti that are just like big pieces of confetti in shapes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Because like the first time they come in, they come in some slightly unfortunate shapes. They do. Yes. I just had like a wild fucking idea of like (laughs) the the captain eating some fucking alphabet soup, 
and uh pico causing a distraction and then while the captain's looking away she reaches in the bowl and rearranges the letters to spell out like a meaningful note (laughs) (laughs) no pico that's creepy (laughs) good lord i love pico so much same oh god well, what is Chert been doing? Chert has been um working with the group of people who are trying to figure out what's going on with the dogs and staring at the middle of town so, and also doing science about the center of town. Um <laughs> and dogs. And uh just got got Chert got, ha- got fingers and a lot of pies, huh? Church is like, I'm gonna learn everything about everything and no one can fucking stop me. (laughs) Sorry, I'm just imagining Sylvia with church dogs. Sylvia has so many hands. (laughs) 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 She can pet all the dogs. And she will. Can can it just be like, (laughs) like, okay, so if this was like a TV show, we would pan over uh, and there'd just be dogs in a pile on top of them. <laughs> Somebody comes by and is like, you good, fam? And then there's just like a thumbs up pokes out of the dogs. <laughs> what else has Chirp been doing? Well, continue. Um, Attempting to track Pico down and like help them understand gala but since the only dog who could reliably identify pico was gala (laughs) and gala is now with pico (laughs) shrugging gesture just uh, trying to find trying to find gala now like okay where is she (laughs) where dog this specific (laughs) dog no not good dog Yes, you're a very good dog. Where was the dog I was looking for? The problem is that Chert has trained most of the service dogs in Hearth City, so all of them are just like, hello! Hello, hello. Yes, hello to you too. Go back to work. (laughs) Incredible. (laughs) Oh, that's so good. Yes. Okay. So that's what everybody has been doing <laughs> over this span of time. Um, so now we are into doing scenes, which I have to remember how to fucking do. Tune <laughs> <laughs> uh, in to where every every recording we relearn how to play a game. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> we've done this every time. <laughs> Oh, flotsam okay. Is just so I did. On I had I had some stuff that I pinned that I know I wanted to do specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Mer. I don't know what I want to do first, so I'm just gonna pause it. Two of these, the t- the two of these that are ideas, and the one not, excuse me, not the one that's a concept. Uh, and whoever wants to do them with me, 
So the first idea is uh, like a moment where the captain can be Seer's self and like not just a grumpy asshole. Um, <laughs> because the captain is not naturally a grumpy asshole. <laughs> so I have um, a suggestion. What is what is your suggestion? So there's a storm, uh-huh. and some people are on the Spotion, and uh, they're for some. They need immediate Coast Guard type help. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone says, "I have a ship, but I need another crew person." Okay. Would would that be? A time when Captain Olun, or maybe someone says, "My sister, my sister called, and you, and we can use her ship, but, uh, I'm not qualified to pilot." Okay, I have an idea. So, someone who has a ship, Haggerty Jones, the father uh-huh. of our very sticky child, <laughs> <laughs> and also a cap, uh, also an an enemy pilot. Pirate. Yes. Uh, I mean, also pilot. <laughs> yes. Is this going to allow the captain to not be a grumpy ass? Uh, I think so because this is this is the captain's element. Um, but I I think the the like complication that's in it is the fact that like the captain has to like deal with Haggerty because Haggerty knows this ship better, but they both have to pilot it to be able to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's actually a lot of, a lot of fun to deal with. Let me scroll up. Who wants to play Haggerty? All right, I guess I'm, I'm volunteering. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, does... I'm sorry. Like, I was like, I guess I could do it if nobody says anything. But then I was like, I'm not going to lie. I completely <laughs> forgot who the hell that was. Listen, he um, has. Does anybody. Continue. Oh, I was just going to say, Haggerty has like three traits. He's a uh, uh, owner of a ship with a gilted rose. Uh, uh, and his child is sticky. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> Um, does anybody else want to be in this, or is it just me and Haggerty? Maybe Chert? Uh, I'm gonna play Chert's cousin, Galilei, who is on the ship that is foundering out there. Okay. Alright. Okay, so... This is an all-hands-on-deck sort of situation where they... There's, like... People, like, there's not a lot of boats, I think, in the port right now, because, like, they're out. Mm-hmm. They're out, like, fishing, and some of them have gone pretty far afield. Uh, and there's a call that comes in from Galilee's ship. What is the SOS message that gets sent? Uh, hull hold, taking on Spotion. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you mean with that. That's still like a funny way to say the thing. Um, okay, and so 
there's there's people who like there's there's a quote unquote port authority type thing. We were the people who handle like ships coming and going. Um, and there's a, there's a call put out to everybody in the dock, like over like a speaker system. It's like, um, whoever is qualified to, uh, perform, I don't want to call it coast guard cause that's not correct. Cause this isn't a coast. Maybe um, something like complicated, um, interstellar maneuvers. Um, or rescue maneuvers. I don't know. Yeah, I think whoever, like, it's something along the lines of whoever is qualified to run a uh, rescue mission, uh, we need a fast ship to go rescue a ship. What is the name of Galileo's ship? Uh, Galileo. <sighs> the Record. Okay. It's it's called The Record. Okay. Um, and the, the, um, ship, the record, um, and then a set of, like, coordinates, and I think Olyun is, like, snapped, head snapped up from what C was doing, which may have been sorting, like, netting out or something, doing, like, tedious dock work, basically, Mm -hmm. uh, looks around, like, the captain doesn't have a ship, um... But sees, probably sees, like, Haggerty, uh... Well, I think what Haggerty is doing is, like, he is actually, like, in the process of handing his daughter off to his wife, like, and they're having, like, you can uh, see them having, like, an urgent conversation over uh, the little girl's head, and, like, it's obvious he's about to respond to this. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think he actually, like, uh, looks up and looks around and, uh, sees Yoon and, like, pauses for just a moment. He doesn't, like, point or anything, but it's, like, I'm eye contact moment. Uh, the cap, like, eye contact is made and the captain is up and just going, like... There's there's no hesitation when it comes to stuff like this. It's just you go because you have to be fast. Right. Um, and they're in they're in neutral territory, which means whatever gripes they have with each other, those those are in those stay in the water and don't come into the docks. Yeah. Um. I love mm-hmm. these. I, I I love these ridiculous pirate. <laughs> life-saving people <laughs> yeah um i think the captain probably gets to uh haggerty's ship before haggerty does because uh they'll lean fast <laughs> and there's probably a couple other people uh who have already like made it to haggerty's ship because like they've met haggerty <laughs> and uh like some of them know what to do some of them don't uh but they know Haggerty, and some of them were Gilted Roses, some of them weren't. Uh, some of them uh, might have been allied with um, Yoon at one point in time or another, but either which way, it's like, I don't know, maybe six of them? And, there's uh, some people who recognize the captain and are probably like, it, like, there's that look that comes across some of their faces, like, oh no, is this gonna be a thing? But then the captain starts, like, uh helping 
uh, start getting things ready to get the ship, like, out of dock. Yeah, and uh, Haggerty, like, takes command, because, like, this is his ship, he gets to be in charge. Mm. And so, uh, he's, like, telling people, okay, you need to do this, you need to do that, and, like, they get going. So... And um, I want to I want to say that there's probably a few moments like as they're getting the ship out of port where uh Ol Yoon is also captaining. <laughs> it's 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 habitual instinct stuff is going on and and see just you know re- see something that needs to be done and Haggerty hasn't said anything and so is like hey. <laughs> yeah. And I think like uh, probably, like, one or two people look at Haggerty, like, uh, is this happening? But Haggerty is just like, yeah, this is happening. Do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Will, you were gonna say something? Will, you were saying something? Uh, the record is, um, it it's listing. Like, it's obviously not in control of its own mo- movement at this point. Mm. Something like maybe its gyroscope has gotten messed up from mm-hmm. something happening. It's it's spinning slowly. Oh no! Um, <laughs> yep, that's gonna be really a pain. Uh, yeah. And as it spins, you see the big old rock that hold it is still stuck in out of it. Oh jeez! Oh, no. Yeah. Um. The captain. I think Captain Olyun sees this and looks at Haggerty, um, and just it just, it just asks like, "You got any ideas?" Uh, yeah. Uh, and like, he kind of like eyeballs uh Olyun, and like he's like visibly trying to measure Olyun, like how long <laughs> is this guy? <laughs> well, is this uh h- how long is this person? And are you legitimately asking or is that rhetorical? Uh it's it's more rhetorical. Okay. But um big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically he's just like assessing uh who he's got uh to work with and what the problem is. Uh the problem is we need to get that rock out and we need to stop them spinning. And stop the ship from spinning, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I mean, Olyun's got a bad idea, and and says as much as like, I got a bad idea. I don't know if you want to hear that. Well, I haven't got any, so might as well. Uh, we gotta stop the ship from spinning, and we gotta stop it from falling over. Cause if it tips, then that's it. There ain't there ain't nothing under them. Mm-hmm. So I. What is what is the the atmosphere out here? Is it's enough? It's enough. I I take some something hefty, some length of something hefty, chain, thick rope, whatever, and I just launch myself out there. That is a bad idea. Uh, I told you it was bad, <laughs> but it's the only one I got. Uh, so you did tell them it was bad. Unfortunately, it's the only one we've got. So let me see what I've got. If we can, if we can land the ship up in such a way that I can jump out, and there, I think there's like 
an asteroid, like not a big one, but like a smaller one that's like big enough for people to stand on, mm-hmm. but is like it's it's big enough to be kind of like when you see like big like rock islands sticking out of the ocean that are enough for like people to stand on, but there's nothing much else. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that. Mm-hmm. You and could just like, about fit one dog on that island. <laughs> Olyun's like, if we can line up so that I can jump from here to there, and then we string whatever to keep the the ship from tilting. That'll at least buy us some time. Yeah, yeah, you're right, and uh, uh, and I think uh, Haggerty like basically gathers up the rope, and um, and this is like fancy space rope, so it's not like rope rope. Yeah, it's probably made <laughs> out of like a super light metal. Like basically, this yeah. is rope made out of mithril. But uh, yeah, it's super strong. It's super light, but there's like a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um. It's usually used for like anchoring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Olyun takes the end of it and fucking ties it to see herself. Mm-hmm. Uh and and goes to like the the prow of the ship and is like trying trying to help line it up. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I think what Olyun's idea is is the ship stays on one side of the record. And the rocks on the other side. No, you're just gonna fucking jump and let let basically let gravitational drift l- allow them to kind of coast. Mm-hmm. Um, because like the ships have gravity like on them because you know the spaceships. <laughs> 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 but outside of the like ships, there's not like. There's it's a lower gravity mm-hmm. uh gravitational field. Mm-hmm. So like you can float a little bit mm-hmm. or enough. You can float enough. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like swimming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think like Haggerty is like busy lining things up and he's got like two people like okay you're going uh you're gonna secure it two of you are going to help the captain get like out there uh give seer an extra boost (laughs) so Uh, the captain uh has probably like dropped to all sixes and it's like, like you know how ferrets when they do uh-huh. like a little hoppy, they kind of arch their back and then hop. Yeah. So Oyun's Oyun's back is arched in that way, um, almost like a spring that's like that's like coiled to like just fucking go. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know how how other people are going to be able to help the captain jump off of this because the captain is a little dense. <laughs> yeah, I I don't know either, but like I figure they figure something out, or I don't fucking know. Maybe somebody's got a rocket. <laughs> Just Wiley Coyote <laughs> no, walks man. up with like an Acme rocket. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe. <laughs> God, listen, uh, this maybe... is a solar punk future. They got all kinds of weird shit. All right. 
Maybe one of them has a like um like a a, a laser dagger, like a vibra dagger. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like passes it to the captain so that the the captain can cut into the asteroid if C needs to. Mm-hmm. Um, because to make the captain lighter, uh, C has dropped most of Seer equipment. Also, C didn't come onto the ship with a lot of C mm-hmm. equipment. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, the captain waits for Haggerty's signal, like. Uh, just on your mark, Captain. Yeah, and there's, like, a long, tense moment, and it's like, okay, okay, mark. And, uh, Oyun jumps. And, uh, if anybody wants to add more complications in while this is happening, or details... (laughs) Uh, the record begins, like, leaking something flammable. Oof. Um, Oof. it spirals out in, like, and the cat, and Oyun can see the leakage. Uh, it- it's spiraling out in a dull red, almost brick red. Like, like, um, it's bad. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's bad. The captain is letting the 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 kinetic energy from the jump coast Seer like forward, but that only takes see like I want to say halfway to like two thirds of the way across. Um, and then they have uh, C has to start like. Swimming, basically. It's like swimming in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, which doesn't, like, Dolene aren't built to swim. Mm-hmm. So it, it is a bit of effort to do that. And while also trying to avoid the leakage that is spiraling out of the ship. Um, I feel like something needs to catch fire right now. Obviously. <laughs> uh, so important question. Oh, oh no! I have, I have an idea. Oh. Um. So I think the captain was holding the vibra ring, and uh, there's like a small, like, like, like fist-sized little rock that, like, just smacks into Olyun's hand and knocks the the vibra blade down into <laughs> the flammable liquid <laughs> and sparks oh it's bad um oh no <laughs> I'm so invested in this. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 uh, like, Haggerty and crew obviously has to have seen this. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, um, and Olyun is still trying to get over. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and can't be much help here beyond um, trying to call out to the people on the record. Because, uh, like, the, the fire is spreading up this spiral of fuel very fast, and the captain is just trying to get somebody's attention. Uh, and she does, and she can tell she has, because someone just freaking opens a, um, the nearest hatch and sort of half climbs out and starts beating at the fuel with a fire blanket. And this someone looks an awful lot like Chert. If the captain is good at telling humans apart. <laughs> probably has to be, but at the same time also probably doesn't care. <laughs> um, and the captain gets over to this other asteroid and, like, digs um, Seer, like, claws in to hold on. And tugs on the, the line, basically, to let uh, Haggerty's crew know to like drift over so that the line pulls against the ship itself to hold it steady. Yeah, I think I think that happens. And, and this is the captain uh, not having any step past this point, realizing, oh, now I have to cling to this rock and hope that the 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 weight of this ship doesn't yank me right off of it. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but not everything's on fire. Yeah, not everything's on fire. Just a lot of things. There's a lot of probably because the fuel spread out, so there's probably a lot of fire in the, like, space dust of this ocean. Um, Which means it's lit up in interesting ways. I'm just imagining this, like, spiral of fire spreading out from uh, Chert's cousin's ship, and, like, it's very beautiful, mm-hmm. and also, oh yeah, that, that'll kill somebody. Yes. Uh, I think what Haggerty does is, like... This is the reason why he wanted, like, six people on board. He <laughs> gives the controls to somebody else and is like, okay, you do this, you do this. And then, like, basically climbs across the uh, rope because, like, he has figured out the same problem that um, <laughs> all you has all figured you- out. <laughs> I want to say that the, mm-hmm. the line is at, like, an angle, mm-hmm. and so, like, Haggerty can just zip line down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, uh, Haggerty, like, zip lines down, grabs the knife. S- slowly, because it's fucking yeah. gra- gravity, but still, it's faster than trying to climb. Yeah, and, like, grabs the knife, and, um, like, gets a little burned, but... Haggerty. Yeah. Listen. Well, Eunice is has shifted on this rock to to kind of pull some of the the line around it. Mm-hmm. Basically, slowly trying to maneuver Searway around this this big rock so that C can tie the line around it. 
So, C's got a slip, right? Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, I think, I think we get the very dramatic, like, cinematic view of, like, Olyun's grip, like, slipping. And just when it's like, oh, shit, there's Haggerty grabbing, like, one of Olyun's arms. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I think I think the scene ends there, like, sin- like for the camera, and then there's like a cut. Late, like maybe in a, like maybe later on, like we'll see like Galilei in the background of another scene, um, and the captain and Haggerty maybe like walking talking in the background of a scene somewhere. So obviously, like things went well, but the audience doesn't get to see that. <laughs> Because I'm horrible. <laughs> um, uh, also, uh, I'm trying to figure out who. Hmm. I'm trying to figure out if it's Will or you, Dirk, who gets the token from me. For activating my lure. <laughs> when you draw me into the concerns of the below, gain a token. Mm. Uh, it goes to characters, not to, uh, not to players, right? So, I guess cousin, either Cousin Galilei or Sticky Child's father... Gets Haggerty. a to- Haggerty gets a token. Yeah. I don't know that either of them can use it because they're NPCs. Yeah. So I'm gonna say that it'll go to like one of y'all's character. I think I think that means that it has to go to to Will because this is this is like connected church to church slightly more involved yeah yeah so so activating my lore you you get that token um oh i have to use a token because i definitely used a strength which i'm going <laughs> to say was sharpshooter <laughs> 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 Shooting yourself across. Yep. Uh huh. Uh-huh. It totally yeah. counts. Listen, I had three of those fucking things. I had to use one somewhere. Um, and my relationship with Haggerty probably changes a little bit. Um, uh, but I will work on that on my own time. Uh, so I think that's all I had to do for the end of the game the end of the scene oh wait uh what what oh you definitely showed us your heart mm. yes so that is a to uh that is a tick on seer relationship with haggerty so okay i will change that okay yeah, that's why I said that I have to change my relationship with Haggerty. I just forgot that that's what it was called. Oh. I have to add another bullet point, basically. 
Okay. Um. Uh, and that's the end of my shit. So it's Dark's turn now. Ooh. Have a turn. Take a turn. <clears throat> Do a thing. Yeah. Mm. You know what? Do it. Uh, Do it. I'm I'm just gonna be on my bullshit. <laughs> so So uh I'm gonna spend a token to do a true prophecy. Oh. And I think what happens, uh, anybody who wants to be there can be there. But, um, it's, it's like there's, like, a council. There is a big council meeting happening. And, like, in the center, you can see, you know, the hearth goddess, enormous blue, and the bone god, enormous, not blue. Um, well, the fire over seer antlers is blue, or its antlers is blue, but... Yeah, there we go. Beyond that. <laughs> but, um... Uh, There's some color coding going on. <laughs> uh, and I think uh, the two of them are, like, in the center of this, but not, like... Uh, it's more like they're presiding over it than participating, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's... Okay, in my head, there is, like, a circle, and there are... You know, I'm gonna go complete, you know, anime bullshit, dream nonsense logic on it. There are chairs all around, but the chairs are also planets. And... Oh, that's fancy. Mm-hmm. Sorry? That's fancy. I know, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> so, in the weird way of dreams, the chairs are both, you know, uh, seats to sit in and also planets. And there are different species of creatures, you know, in the different seats. There's cat people, there's humans, there's, uh, you know, merfolk and plumilla and like and also species nobody uh, none of the player characters have ever seen before just like it's it's like far too many species for this space to logically hold but like they're all there uh Can I insert the captain? Oh, absolutely. So where the Dolene would be, there is no planet. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but the captain is sitting on something. It's fuzzy and hard to tell what it is. But, uh, the captain is there representing the Dolene. Mm-hmm. I don't know if C realizes that that's what's happening. (laughs) uh well i think uh in the way of like weird dream logic c is aware that 
Uh, she is sort of the Dolene representative, <laughs> but also, what the fuck? No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Like, hold on, wait. <laughs> but it's also a dream and is, like, not cognizant enough. Like, it's not, like, I don't think uh, C is lucid. Mm-hmm. So. And it's just kind of dream logic going with it. Right. Like, don't know why they chose me, but I'm here, I guess. Yeah. And uh, Chert and um, Pico can also be there if the two of you want them mm. to be there. Do you? Uh. No. Um, not if they're sort of representatives of species with home planets. Chert's home is Hope's Hearth. A's the scum. Uh, if there what A if, would not be on a home planet for humans. What if the 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 because Chert's not possibly not specifically human. Right. Just Church. appears human. What if races that originated on Hope's Hearth are standing at the feet of the um, Hearth Goddess and the Bone God? In that case, Chert is there, but Chert is not standing up. Chert is trying to get a dog to sit. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because the dogs. <laughs> the dogs are also here. Uh... I, I think I, I will let Pico be there. I do have a question, though. Uh, has, um, fucking, uh, uh, has Raba ever met, uh, Jiwe before? Mm, probably. <sighs> like, uh, it probably wasn't like, you know, close friendship, they know each other in detail, but Or if the if no is a better answer, then Raba doesn't have to have met Jiwei. Alright. Well, no, uh, uh, I I'm wondering because there's some something specifically I wanna do if Raba does know Jiwei. Okay. So, yeah, sure. Uh, like, Raba's been helping out. Raba generally helps out with, like, uh, gardens and planting and feeding people. I'm sure uh, V's run into Jiwei at some point or another. Okay, cool. Uh, so, like, just to make sure, because, like, I kind of, like, zoned out for just a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> You're valid. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so, like, there's the hearth goddess, bone god, and then these planets that supposedly all of the different creatures have come from. Uh, Uh, yeah, some of them, uh, might have, oh yeah, like, it might be that they've come from the planet, it might just be that they're representing the planet, uh, it might just be that they like the planet, it's very unclear, it's just... Uh, for sure, they are associated with the different planets. Okay. Uh, so then what Raba is gonna notice is that, uh, for the, the plant people's planet, I, I don't know if we, oh no, we did, uh, there were, uh, 
plumelas was that what our yeah is that what we decided yeah. the name okay <laughs> memory uh their planet uh you, you notice Jiwei isn't anywhere over there Ooh. Ooh. is someone else there or is Jiwei in a different place uh, Jiwei is specifically not there do you want to continue looking around yeah absolutely all right, cool. Uh, fish people planet, Jiwei is there. Ooh! Fancy. All right. So, uh, yeah. So, it's, uh, it's like a big meeting or a party or something. And, like... Again, you know, uh, the hearth goddess and the bone god are in the center, and, like, the main thing about it is just that everybody is talking to each other and having conversation, and, um, I think Raba is sort of there, like, not near where the bone god and the hearth goddess are and where other people who are from hope's hearth would be uh but more like not e not even on the no oh shit i know um where raba is raba is sitting on keaton um not by the planet that is for the Clintex, just sitting on Keaton. And Keaton, like, has a spot, much like the planets that our seats have spots. And, um, and I think, mm, that's, I think there is the sense of, like, shoot. No, I guess it would be Raba. Yeah, I think Raba, like, makes some sort of loud sound, like a gavel pound or, like, glass tinkling, uh, Whatever the sound is, like, it shouldn't carry that far, but it sort of does. And everyone comes to attention, and Raba sort of moves to where the bone goddess and the heart, uh, the bone god and the hearth goddess are. Don't at me. <laughs> at you. <laughs> But, um, I think, um, V sort of goes over to the two of them and says, and I think, uh, like the, uh, hearth goddess, like just sort of picks up Keaton and Raba, uh, so that everybody can see. And Raba says, uh, something to the effect of, I would like to thank everybody for 
being at this first meeting of the... And then it sort of fuzzles. Uh, there's no, like, distinct word, but it is some sort of union or coalition or something like that. Um, it, it very much gives the impression of we have made a united something together. And Raba's welcoming everyone to the first meeting and thanking everyone for their hard work and their time and effort. And says, oh, we would like to uh, give particular thanks for the efforts of Chert Amberite, Pico, and Captain Ulyun. Can the three of you please come uh, stand up and come over here. Something like that. <laughs> Chert's like... <laughs> the captain, like, squints, but it's, it, like, it's a dream, so, like, the captain gets up and goes over and is just like, what did I do? Not even, not at to anybody, just, like, kind of, like, what did I do? <laughs> what? This is a weird. This mm, this is weird. And um, I think I think the Bone God picks up um Captain Olyun. <laughs> <laughs> captain does not like that. Of course not. <laughs> does the captain not like that in sort of the way cats just? Or toddlers just go completely limp when they don't want to be moved. <laughs> My no, cat doesn't go just... limp. He goes batshit crazy when I try to pick him up. Yeah, it's not like... It's not like going completely limp. It's more like just tensing up and is like... I don't... Especially because like... I'm, this is probably the first time that the captain has seen the bone god and is having kind of like, even in dreams, is kind of having a uh, a crisis moment internally. <laughs> you did this. I did do this. <laughs> and I think, like, the bone god is, like, quietly reassuring. Like, it, it's okay. I was nervous too. And uh, just breathe. <laughs> it's okay. And uh, like, and then I think, um, what's the heck? Uh, the hearth goddess picks up, uh, Chert and whatever dog Chert is, uh, <laughs> trying to make behave at that point in time. <laughs> Well, it's, again, it's not like they pick them up so much as, like, they put their hands down so that, like, people can step onto their hands. This is what they're doing. They're not, like... Oh, okay. See, you made it sound like that they were picking them up. Um, if that's the case, then, like, the the captain is looking up at the bone god. Like, uh, arms, like, all four arms crossed. The bone god is definitely poking two of its fingers together on its lower hands. 
I don't bite, I promise. <laughs> I don't think you bite. Being honored, it's uh you, you did you did good. This is like steps onto the hand but is like squinty. <laughs> <laughs> and like the hearth goddess like puts her hand out for Chert and whatever dog he's fighting with. He's not fighting with it. <laughs> <laughs> he's speaking calmly to it. Is he able to get uh, it? Chert's like, no, no. This is a dog who who knows who it is. And, and, um, it, it may, Chert may be being honored, but by golly, this is a dog. Uh, <laughs> Chert is utterly confused and, and does go completely limp in confusion. Well, like, she's just got her hand down and, like, she's not, like, oh. she's not, like, grabbing Chert. She's, like, giving Chert the opportunity to climb onto her hand. Chert's gonna, like, tap her hand? Like, yes? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bless. <laughs> oh, that's very cute. Uh, and uh, she just says, you can step on. Oh. And Chert's like, is now on the hand. Um, that those those two noises definitely went with gestures in my head. Yep, <laughs> I can see them. And then uh, the bone god like holds out uh, its other hand to Pico. Uh, like just puts it down on the ground so that Pico can step up. I'd like to point out that during this time, Pika was actively trying to melt into the floor and, like, sneak away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Like, uh, somehow, like, uh, the Bone God manages to place uh, its hand right next to wherever Pika happens to be that moment. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I want to say because dream logic that like there's like an intense calm that comes over Pico where like for like once uh, she isn't super anxious and uh, after that realization of like oh hey this is this is weird, but in a comfortable kind of way. Um, she, like, accepts the hand <laughs> for its existence and such. It, it's like Bone God's hand larger than Pico? It, is it, like, an offer oh, to yeah. get in the hand, or...? Yes, it's an offer to oh. get in the hand. Like, the Bone God's hand, again, like... Uh, the hearth goddess has, like, 
physically lifted two people in her hands, like it, like in the palms of her hands. And the Bone God similarly has a whole Captain Yoon in one hand. This is a giant hand. Okay, cool. Yeah, I think I think Pico will get in the hand. Yeah, get in that hand. Yeah, exactly. Get in the hand. <laughs> the hand. And I think, like, don't ask me how this works, a dream logic, but, like, they position their hands so that uh, all four of them are, like, in a square, basically facing each other. And, um, Raba is, like, basically extolling their virtues. Uh, Captain Zolyun's virtues are, like bringing the universe to Hope's Promise and to Hearth City and to the people of it. And uh, Church's values are displaying the heart of Hope's Promise and of Hearth City. And Pico is uh, showing the resilience and the bravery of the city of hope's promise and hearth city and it's basically that sort of speech where it's like you all have done wonderful and helpful things for the planet and for the city and for you know this union and so uh i would be honored if you would stand with me while we celebrate the fact that uh all of these peoples have come together in peace and to make a galaxy where everyone can live and be happy. And um, and then there's like glasses of like champagne or wine or something where they pick them up from. Nobody knows, but they have them. So. And if they don't want, like, champagne. Just here. Exactly. It's a dream. (laughs) And, uh... And, uh... That's... The captain is definitely, like... What? What? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, that's, that's, that's... That's... that's pretty much it. <laughs> very confused. Does the does the like does the dream end on like a a a a weird toast and then like everybody wakes up? Uh, pretty much. Well, not uh on the toast. After the toast, there is definitely like some sort of party and socializing, but it does that weird fast forward thing dreams do, and mm-hmm. like then everybody wakes up. Well, okay then, Trit says, <laughs> and goes to get breakfast. Captain is uh, just... What in the actual fuck? Yeah, that's a... I, I just wanted to do some weird dream prophecy nonsense. That's what I got. <laughs> 
I think Pico wakes up, looks around, breathes a sigh of relief, and then lays back down to go to sleep. Uh, but G- Gala, like, nudges her with their nose. <laughs> in she like, says, I have to pee. Yeah, in, in like a, hey, it's potty time. <laughs> <laughs> she says it's 4 a.m., which means it's time to pee. <laughs> and then we will sh- play fetch for five hours per protocol. yeah so uh i just uh wanted to do something real cool with raba it was very cool yeah that's fair it gave me a moment to insert some more things yeah (laughs) yes yes good did you have anything um tokens or anything with raba um, because we didn't actually discuss that. Pro- oh, jeez, I forgot how these hacking tokens work. We did such Mood. a weird thing. Um, we sure did. We sure did break this game. Yeah. Well, I think. Uh, I think for Raba, because we never did do how Raba uh wakes up. Uh, because. I don't know that Clintex actually, like, legitimately sleep. Um, Probably not. Yeah. So I think, like, what happens is, like, Raba sort of comes to in, like, the middle of a garden and somebody is very worried about uh, her because V was just, like, completely completely vibing weirdly still for like several hours so vibing yeah and um because i i definitely felt like this was both a true prophecy and also an instance of raba's powers just like not being under her control mm-hmm. and um that good shit yeah it do be like that sometimes mhm yeah. And so, by sometimes I mean all the times. <laughs> and um I think I don't again, I don't remember how these tokens work. Okay, so did you do you think you showed uh do you think Raba showed her heart at all? Mm. That's a difficult question to answer. Because, mm-hmm. like, it was a prophecy, but also, like, the people who were there were, like, not really the people who are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we can mark that as a as a no. Do you think anybody uh, activated your special your special move? I don't think anybody did, but I'm going to leave that up to you. I think Taco has finally figured out the auto feeder goes off at about 8.30, and he's, like, currently sitting in a red pose, waiting for the auto feeder to release his food. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cute. He's just just staring at it. (laughs) That's very good. 
I don't think anybody activated your special move. I think if somebody acts on this vision, then they would get a token, but... Yeah. Do you do you think that you poked at any of our motifs? Um, possibly. So we've got not theory, magic, religion, how they affect the world and people in it. Seemingly inconsequential people, actions, and ideas have outsized impacts. The fractures in people, places, and things are where they come together. And greetings and meetings. Um... You can also say no. Yeah, I, I think that's a no. So Okay, so then we move on to Pico. So, Amba. Whee! Gay yeah. shit! <laughs> Gay shit! <laughs> Consider following us on Twitter at Hope's Hearth Pod and joining our Discord, both linked in the description. If you want to support us monetarily, you can find us on Coffee at coffee.com forward slash Hope's Hearth Pod. Coffee spelled K O F I. We love you. Stay safe. No death. Go home and stay home. Bye.